All right, so today I'd like to talk about triggers. And if you can find your triggers, you can really be a cut above the rest in so many ways. This is a life lesson which can completely transform the quality of your relationships, your day-to-day feelings, your behaviors, your interactions with the world around you, with the events in your life, the things that you do, the tasks and duties that you run, the objects that you use on a day-to-day basis. It really goes into everything. Now, let's look at this metaphor because it is just a metaphor. It is just a way of speaking. What is a trigger? Now, when you have a trigger on a gun, what happens is actually a very small movement, right? If you actually look at a gun, the, the trigger is very, very little. It's almost, it's almost like it's the smallest part of the gun. And what happens is it moves back and then there's the process of the mechanics going through the gun and then setting off the bullet, which fires the bullet out, right? So it's, it's something very small causing something very big. It's, it's very loud and very dramatic, right? And if the bullet hits someone in the head, then it kills them, right? So that's where this metaphor of the trigger comes from. It's something very, very little causing something so big, so dramatic, so sudden, out of nowhere, right? Now, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly how people respond. That's how people react. That's exactly what happens to people again and again in so many ways. They get triggered. Now, common triggers. Someone might be slow in the traffic. Or do something in their driving, right? That's a classic case of being triggered. Someone has done something little and then you get so angry. You get so infuriated. Hurry up. Why did you do that? Right? Another one would be someone is acting a certain way in the kitchen. Why are you putting the dishes in that way? Why are you being so loud? Why didn't you clean up after yourself? That triggered me, right? Another one would be, and this is my personal favorite, slow computers. Oh, I hate when my computer is slow, (laughs) all right? Or when when the internet cuts out or something, right? When something goes wrong with the work that I'm doing on the computer, it's infuriating. (laughs) I hate it. I hate computers. (laughs) Why can't they just work? See, See, right now I'm getting triggered. I can sense my my blood pressure going up and I'm sort of getting really angry about it, right? Because it triggers me. So those are a few sort of textbook little mundane examples. But then, of course, we've got the other category of triggers, which is the bigger sort of category. You might say, well, these aren't small things causing a big reaction. These are big things causing a big reaction, right? You might say, okay, you've found out that your partner 
is actually not interested in you anymore. And they want to break up with you. Or even worse, they're, they're having an affair. They're, they've actually already gone off and started this new relationship without you behind your back. Or it might be that your boss has really made the resolve already to let you go and your days are numbered at your work. Or, or the trigger could actually be that moment when you are let go, you are fired, right? The end of your career as you know it. Another example might be a financial loss. Right, Money is very triggering. You might find out some business deal has gone wrong or some investment that you've had hasn't come through or it's gone belly up, it's gone bankrupt or something's gone wrong with your property or whatever it is. Right, Money in so many ways triggers you, triggers emotions, it triggers a response, it triggers a reaction. Now, another sort of little example that we can say to sort of spread these two mundane triggers with the big triggers, or at least one example that I keep thinking of, is the example of, say, you're with your partner and you you look at another girl or you look at another person, right? And your, your girlfriend is somehow triggered by that. They're upset with you for that. You know, they slap you and say, hey, don't look at her like that, right? That's another sort of comic book sort of moment that happens with couples. And of course, there's a reason why that's being triggered in your girlfriend, which is that, well, how could you like someone else, right? There's a jealousy there. There's a kind of response to, well, this is how things are, but they really shouldn't be that way, right? And that's really all this comes down to. That's what all these triggers are. They're expectation versus reality, <laughs> right? You have this expectation of how things are going to turn out and then they turn out in a different way. And depending on the quality of the event, of the moment, of the thing in question, then that's going to determine what sort of response you have, what sort of reaction you have. Now, you could say, well, are you saying, Dosta, triggers are a bad thing? Are you saying that we should be able to, you know, have financial bankrupts and lose our job and have our spouse cheating on us and just be, you know, cool with it? Should we just be like, ah, yeah, okay, I'm all right. No response, no reaction. Yeah, understandable. That's how the world is. We move on, right? No, not at all. The difference is, the insight is, the lesson from this is how can you be conscious of what's occurring within you? How can you be conscious of your experience? How can you be conscious of your reaction? Now, that does not necessarily mean not having the response, right? It is possible to have a response to something that is quite, in, in some ways, like quite angry and yet still be conscious of it, still be aware of it. Now, you could argue that, well, if you're really conscious, you wouldn't be angry. <laughs> some might argue that. Some 
I could sort of see that that would be, you know, what the Zen master would say if he pops up on my shoulder and hits me in the ear with a stick. But really, there's something wrong with that. Really, there's something inhumane about that. And maybe a deeper or a more experienced Zen master wouldn't hit me. They would agree with me. I don't know. Leave the Zen masters out of it for now, (laughs) right? The difference, the real point of it is to be conscious. Now, you can do this and you can practice this by at least taking the first step of just saying that you're triggered. And this turns into a very funny game when you realize it, right? When you when you realize the absurdity of it and you really own it and you start saying it, then that frustration, that anger actually it it, it has a sort of upside down reverse effect. And the anger turns into comedy, right? Because you're now making fun of yourself. And if you if you go around and you're saying what triggers you and you say, and you just say it like straight up, like that, that person, you just cut me off in the traffic. That triggered me, right? Or, or I, I got fired from my job. That triggered me. Or, you know, my girlfriend left me. That triggered me, right? Or I lost all my money on the stock market. That triggered me, right? <laughs> And of course, this works better for the smaller moments, right? You can do it for the bigger moments, but it works better for the smaller moments. Like this this computer is acting really slow. That triggered me, right? This is annoying. I I hate this computer, right? That that's why I started laughing when I said when I said that, right? Because it's it's like, okay, you hate computers. That that's so funny, right? Everyone hates computers. It's so relatable as well because another side of this, of course, is that you're alone in your trigger. You're alone in your response. That's why we express ourselves. That's why we express our frustration. It's because, damn, can't you see how annoying that is? You should be able to see it too. You should be able to see how frustrating it is to drive in traffic, how frustrating it is to work on a a bloody computer that is so slow and cuts out of internet and has problems go with the... Like, don't even... Like, I can feel it opening up into a rant, right? Maybe that's the origins of the rant. It's just like a trigger and then here comes the rant, (laughs) right? Now, there are levels to this. There are degrees to this because if you work on this consciously and you do practice it, eventually you do get to the point where you're not having something happen and then you say, ah, oh, isn't that funny? I got angry. And then you move on. You actually graduate from that and you just see, oh, okay, that happened. Oh, I don't have to go through that. I don't have to have that anger and then that recovery. I can just... Ah, just let it be. And of course, this does take practice. This does take time. And it goes a long way to realize the importance of relaxing and valuing just simple, plain old, ah, relaxing. With that in mind, it's very much easier to sidestep, sidestep your triggers 
And that is, make no mistake about it, that is a far cry from where many people are at. Many people are triggered by the smallest things. The smallest things. How could you have put the soap where you put it? That is an idiotic place to have put the soap. You're an idiot, right? I can't, I can't do it. I'm not. I don't. I don't have it in me to really convict it, right? If I was an actor, then I'd be able to really make you feel like you're an idiot for doing that, right? That's how you're making people feel when you're triggered by these small things, by these little things, and it happens again and again and again, right? People who are triggered by small things, it's not that. If you put the soap in the correct spot, they wouldn't have been triggered, right? That, that, that's not the case. That, that's an absolutely wrong way of thinking about it. And in fact, that's how you get sucked into a relationship with someone who gets triggered a lot and you're sort of in that cycle and you're on that roller coaster with them, right? Because you go, oh, oh I am a terrible person. Right? Something in you believes, actually, no, you are right. Right, There's a validation to that. I shouldn't have put the soap there. No, you're right. It is very unneat. I can see how that's annoying for you. Right, It's, it's sort of like a, you know, when you bring this sort of empathy side into it. But that, that, that's not really empathy. Right, That's not really compassion. That's a, that's a different dynamic that's, that's going on there. And, of course, this person gets angry at you for where they put, your, put the soap and you put it in the right position and then you tiptoe around and say, okay, well, what else is out of place? How do I get it in place? You're always going to be tiptoeing. You're, you're never going to be able to have everything in place. And it's not just in place as in where you have things in the house. It's also the certain things that you say. It's also the certain feelings that you have it's a certain time when you turn up or you don't turn up you come and you go right there's no end to what triggers someone who is always being triggered now the best thing for someone like that is to actually have something big and often in life, these people who are triggered by small things, we could say, some might argue, in a twisted sort of way, are actually on crash, crash course for something big, right? Because if you're triggered by where the soap is in the kitchen sink or the bathroom sink, and then you lose the house or you lose the relationship, then you've really got something to be triggered by. Then you can learn the lesson of, well, you know, it didn't really matter too much where the soap was compared to losing my house, compared to losing my relationship. And it's not really accurate to say, well, life is fair in that <laughs> the people that are prone in such ways get what's coming to them, right? That's that's a sort of, like I can see a sort of wrathful 
sort of distasteful feeling to that. There's a sort of distasteful sentiment behind that sort of, you know, you'll get what you deserve sort of attitude. It's not like that at all. I mean, a, another way of seeing it in a maybe more softer light is, you know, people are given the opportunity to learn. They're given the opportunity to actually be okay with how things are when they don't turn out the way we expect them to, the way we want them to. Now, of course, there is another side to this, which is making the whole thing a whole lot more complex, which is that at times in life, you do actually need to assert how things should be. You do need to have your stamp of autonomy. Now, how you go about doing that, of course, does not mean necessarily getting triggered, right? An emotional stress, a kind of flexing or a kind of clenching, a kind of control on someone or the situation in the way that a trigger is, is not really how you assert your vision or your desire for a better world or your idea about how things could be better. So that's the difference, right? It's not as though we're walking around being passive and just saying, oh, yeah, I lost my girlfriend today. I lost my job. I lost my house. Doesn't matter. Life goes on, right? And it's also not that we're going around asserting, you know, things should be really good. Things should be neat. Things should be productive. We should be getting better, right? At least... Probably we would say that at least if you're asserting, you're being active, right? At least you're trying to be inactive. <laughs> you're trying to be engaged. <laughs> but really, it, it's something else. What we're going after is something else. And the difference is with awareness. The difference is seeing that difference. Seeing when the time is right to have an emotional response. Seeing when the time is right to express yourself. And the awareness comes from seeing a contrast between those things. Right? Sometimes it's right to express yourself. Sometimes it is not all right to express yourself. Right? If you're having some uncomfortable feeling and you're just complaining, then you're just being obtuse to the people around you. You're being obnoxious. And in that moment... You shouldn't just express yourself, you know. You know, I'm an artist, I'm a creator, I'm very much a romantic sort of, yeah, express yourself, feelings out to the world, right? I'm guilty of that. Guilty is charged on many counts. But the difference is awareness. The difference is, okay, there's a time for that and there's a time not for that. There's a time for having a reaction and there's a time not for having a reaction, there's a time for asserting yourself in a positive way. And of course, we could even say that there's a time for asserting yourself in a very strong way. And there's a time for just letting it go, just letting it be. So those are a few thoughts on triggers. And if you're watching this on the video, on the YouTube Leave me a comment 
as to what triggers you. Let's get this conversation going. What does your button press? What presses your button? Do you hate slow computers as much as I do? (laughs) So, yeah. And if you can come up with some really good triggers, also click the like button for me. So that would help me out. I'd be very much glad to see your comments on this one. So thanks very much. Stay tuned. We'll be back very soon with more. And that's all I have to say for now.